There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John Holmberg. There is Brady Bogan, Brett Fesley, Big Dick Toledo, and we are ready to go. All four of us back at work, just like you climbing in your car or doing whatever it is you're doing. No billion dollars for you. Not even uh, a sniff in Arizona, but somebody in Illinois, all by themselves, $1.2 billion from the big lottery. wonder how much uh, longer until they reveal themselves, or if they, or they might not have to. I don't know. I don't know Illinois' rule. I know we can stay anonymous, but that was what Megan was talking about on Friday. We win that thing. I don't want anyone to know. I'm like, everyone's going to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't want anyone to know. No, they'll know immediately. Wow. Because I'll have two enlarged plastic surgery middle fingers, about a foot and a half long each. I'll have walked through uh, all work and just said, I love you all, but this is the last time you're going to see me. And uh, the finger will be flying, and uh, there won't be a, a morning show anymore. Our house will be for sale. Uh, it's going to either look like I'm going to kill you or we won the lottery. <laughs> and everyone will know. And then she's like, that's what makes things terrible. It's almost worse to win a billion than a million. Like, I don't want to hear really? from you. Really? I don't want to hear from you anymore. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a billion would be awful. Really? And then I said, so you'd want $2 million, so I have to keep working for a little while just to make sure everything's good. And the billion which sets you for life and you're done, you can't get past the people's attitudes. You just dismiss them. We have family that would want money. Gone. (laughs) Friends that would. Gone. I'd give Heather money. So we'd give Heather a couple bucks. Gone. That was nice. She made the list. (laughs) And I even said, you get a new batch of friends. That aren't going to be hitting you up for cash or like worried about money. You have a new batch of billionaires. I don't want new friends. Well, then I guess we're going to split this money and go separate ways. <laughs> I was like, gone. She's gone it's too. Like the Jim Lehman commercial. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> yeah. That's the noise. I mean, if I wanted to buy some of China, I could. I'd be Jim Lehman. What would I care at that point? We play joke. Jim Lehman put pee pee in your Coke. <laughs> Him friend of China. Order number 58. Beef and broccoli with corruption. Ordered everything on the menu. (laughs) (laughs) I would. I'd I'd go in and go, "Mm, I'll take the restaurant. What you say? It's mine now there, Quan. Sorry, get out. (laughs) 
Yeah, you just dismiss people. But uh, the the fantasy of it all went away. I I want to name names, but they're they're I won't do it. A little conversation with a couple people who have, on several occasions, said, "I don't pay enough in taxes." They're those people. You do well enough that you don't need all the money you make. You do well enough. That you should pay. You should be fine. The one percent people should pay this sixty some percent of some theory, and I argue back the flat tax. It's impossible. Rich people don't pay. Same exact people I've had this conversation with. Same exact people started to do the math on if they won the billion dollars and how much the government gets and how ridiculous it would be for one person to have to pay that. And I said, hmm, funny. When it's your fantasy, yeah. the last thing you want to do is give the government a ton of cash. Isn't that odd? You know what it's just ta- – uh, I mean $400 million. Right. Minimum. They'd probably take more than that. And you think that's unfair. All of the sudden, this is – this is a catastrophe that if it was yours, you got to hand over a percentage that you're just thinking is too much for an individual. Ugh, you're an idiot. I'm like, okay, this idiot's going to go count his cash now and then give most of it to the government. <laughs> oh, I wanted to punch him right in the nose. But it is funny. I watched somebody on TV saying the same thing. You know, you got to give half of it back. It's like, yeah, okay, so I'll take oh, this that's six, terrible. $600 million in hand. That's going to be a toughie for you. But it is a kick in the nuts when oh, you start yeah. looking at it like, wow, that's what the whole lottery's designed to do, though, is to pay for things. So we, we get into the hillbilly sweepstakes, and then the government kicks out however much it is they kick out. And they're like, all right, you can have half of that. It cost you two bucks, big deal. So it's worth it. It's worth the trade-off. If you told me I'd give you $2 and there's a chance to give me $600 million back tax-free, I'd be like, all right. That's Did you end up playing? Deal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. I knew you said you had your, your number that you would start playing at. So. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. No, right. that's uh, a, well, even DJ Khaled got involved in that. <laughs> I, I know. Don't know. Saw that. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Yeah, he was at the Circle K in front of me. I'm like, how many tickets are you going to buy? Another one. All right, already. <laughs> Another one. Yeah, he had like a hundred of them fanned out on his thing. It's a billion dollars. You're going to put your toe in that water? I have to. Silly. Again, the silliness is that I won't play. At a hundred million, because that's just a waste of my time. <laughs> Ridiculous! I should just be—I should be in it all the time with that mentality. But you pick and choose your times, and everybody gets involved, and none of us won, so we're all here today. And that's, that's just the way it is. I have to say, though, that I am probably a billion-dollar person after this weekend. I'm probably valued close to a billion dollars. Uh, at least my heart, my soul. Uh, I was riding my beautiful new. Pivot e shuttle super bike through Trail 100 because it's the end of July and it was 94 degrees. I'm going to take advantage of that. Flying around out there on the trails, loved it. Saturday, gunned one, boom, boom. Sunday, I get up to do it again, and I'm riding along, and I come across uh, a gray-haired gentleman in the middle of the desert with his bike upside down, and he's sitting next to it. And I said, "Is everything all right?" And he goes, "I blew the sidewall out of my tire, and I've got heart problems." So instead of doing like what Brett would have done, it, like, it looks like it's going to be a tough day for you in the desert. <laughs> I handed the man some of my water, nursed him back to health, and walked him to Tatum Road. He's not mad at you mile. because it sounds like he was on a mission to end it. Out of game, no, no, hard you know problems. What's crazy? Nice. He's got he, well, he's he's in great shape, which was crazy. Seventy-three year old man. 
And so the first time I go by, I'm like, do you have everything you need? I'm like, your bike's upside down. You, you know, I didn't bring the tools to change the tire. I had sidewalls out. I'm like, oh, man. I said, being a brilliant billion-dollar soul, like I told you, heart and soul, heart of a you champion. Just got, yeah. And uh, so I, I told him, I said, I'll ride to whatever you need. Give me the keys. You ride to your car. What do you need? Because he said, I got it all in my car. That's all right. I'll walk. I've had heart operation, and Jesus. I'm just not what I used to be. I've been hiking, and I tried to hop on the bike, and this happened. I'm like, oh. And I didn't even tell you how I carried him out, Freddie. Piggyback. It was amazing. Nice. I carried him out with his bike. Your value And my bike. Oh. It was so, like Yoda and Luke? Yeah. Okay. It was. I backpacked him out. <laughs> Did you do a couple of... Jump? Yeah, did you do the first Oh, yeah, no, I showed him a few of my, Jedi's, my Jedi training parkour moves off of the trail. Yeah, I'm like, watch this, old man. And then we did a couple flips, and it was... Uh, did you lift his bike I do have to hands? Tra- the truth of the matter was, uh, I stopped for him, and uh, and and I, I asked him if he was okay, as you do. Like, if you see somebody in, in trouble... Yeah, like, bike like, upside yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, you see somebody out on the trails, and they got problems. I usually have a couple of tools in my backpack that, like, we could do some basic work, and he didn't have his, and... I didn't bring a pump this time, which is rare. Normally, I do have that. But, uh, oh, my God, Ski Mask is here already. Uh, this is, uh, we, it, we may have to even stop here. this segment. She's, hey, I gotta get she's getting earlier and earlier every day. Starbucks today. I, I am impressed. Wildly impressed. Look at her go. Oh, she was meandering the parking lot with that dog, so she might just be out for a walk. Oh, that's true. <laughs> what time is she actually going to get in studio is the question. I don't know how long she feels pretty early. She might be liberal with her wander. <laughs> anyway, welcome to work, Ski Mask. You get seven minutes early to start the week. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the truth of the matter was, old fella flipped over there, and I'm standing next to him. I'm like, you got everything you need? And he said, yeah, I'm good. And we talked for a second. I said, you, you water, everything's good. I don't have any of the, I don't have a pump. He goes, I got a tube. I just don't have the, I said, we can change that. And he goes, yeah, by the time we're done, I'd be at the car. I'm like, okay. So I thought he was – this was three miles shy of Tatum. So I'm like, if you need anything, I'm going to go. And he said, all right. So I took off, and I get to Tatum, and I turn around, and I come back, and there he's still humping it. He's walking this dead bike. And I stopped, and I said, I thought you were going to stop at the 40th Street parking lot. You're going all the way to the end. He goes, yeah, I should be okay. I've been doing a lot of – I'm seeing this guy's done. And I'm like, oh, boy. So uh, he's chatting away with me about like a, a – younger days, I was – Riding every day. I'm 73 now. And I said, well, he goes, maybe my time on the bike is over. And you could just see his life is over. It's Jeez. done. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. So the truth of the matter was, I'm like, quiet down, old man. I got to get home. I'm on a clock here. I was trying to get fast. <laughs> yeah. So then I then I, huffed, I humped him out of there the last probably mile. Just, I, I wanted talking, to leave. I'll be honest. Talking I wanted, and yeah, walking. We, we, no, we did a lot of stopping and talking. And then he told me a time. Last time I was on the bike, I was riding along, got all through the trail, and and then uh, woke up laying on the side of the trail. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what? And I didn't want to tell him, like, it's over, old man. You need to stop riding the bike. But he's like, I just rode it every day. And I'm like, why am I taking his love away? This is that moment where people say he died doing what he loved. I think this might actually apply to this guy. <laughs> it made, him a, it yeah. made sense, finally. It actually <laughs> might work here. And the most of them, I'm like, no, nah, that's a bunch of bull Nobody dies doing what they love. They die in the middle of something they loved. There potentially could be one last ride. Yeah. And so, yeah, and then I'm waiting to see him. Like, next time I'm out there, he's going to be laying out there like a little half skeleton. It was nice of you to save Pat McMahon like that. It was, know? yeah. I mean, you know, good trails find me, Brett. <laughs> so he was just talking away, and then he said, I had a 
what do you say, a heart ablation or what do they call that when they go through your groin and they oh. carve out a bunch of heart stuff? I'm like, when did you do that? Last Thursday. I'm like, why did it Saturday, old man? That's two Get days ago. That was a week ago. I'm like, oh, yeah. So it's been nine days since you had something touching your heart. Yeah. You should be out here. You're going to be out on the trail one day, and you're just going to hear off the distance, wee! Yeah, <laughs> as he goes away. I was uh, impressed, though. I mean, he's the only thing that gave away 73 was his hair. He was silver. Outside of that, the dude was he was cut. He looked great. Uh, he's, he's got a fake knee because he said, this is it. And I said, well, if it's any consolation to you, I got two fake hips and a fake arm, and I'm still out here doing dumb stuff, too, just trying to make him feel like he's not – He's not you're pushing. Not that yeah, old. You're not that stupid, you know. Like uh, dumb guys are out here, like crazy. You're not. You're not broken to the point where you can't keep this up. It's mentality. And then uh, you know that's that thing people say. It's all in your brain. This pain and all this stuff. I mean, you can get it fixed and you get back out there. Doctors and everybody else will tell you you're done with this. You're done with it. No, you're not. You can keep going. But in this case, he, this mother <laughs> needs to stop. <laughs> it is over, man. If you weren't there. Yeah. Oh, he'd be dead. I think he was. He was just sitting there, and he kept telling me, "He's like, yeah, I, I don't." And then he, he breaks this one out too because I'm like, "Do you need some more water?" Such a sweet old guy, too. And I said, you need some water? I got three back extra. Oh, no, he had my pack. It's not that full. You know what has happened recently, though? I'm like, what? I don't have the um, sensation of thirst like I used to. Oh, you're <laughs> what done. does that mean? You're you don't done. know when you're thirsting him? Get in the box, old fellow. Let's just take you right over to Abel. I think that's what that ride was all about. He was <laughs> done. This was his. La- he was riding into the sunset. He wrecked his last ride. Yeah, I, ruined, I ruined it. <laughs> He's pointing to his, but that poor old guy was pushing that bike. Heart of gold, Johnny though stops by, and I accompanied him. I was like, it was like Tuesdays with Maury. I had a nice chat with him before he probably died in his car or heat exhaustion. I don't know what happened. I didn't follow up on that. But. Well, maybe we can find him a home. Lost our <laughs> yes, lost our old man, lost our grandpa dot com, and I'm just wondering who's at home going bye, honey. Like there's an there's an insurance policy on this old fellow, like nobody's business. If he's if I didn't ask him, but if his wife is still alive, I'm taking the trek out on the trail nine days after your heart surgery. Okay, like nobody's putting up barriers for I'll him. I'll be at the Biltmore with the girls. Yeah. you know she's some 28 year old blonde. <laughs> right. You know just she's just there. like. Smoking weed with her friends in the garage. (laughs) He made it? A nice young man helped me home. Son of a bitch! This was the day! Lamont, you've got to go. What are you talking about, girl? Take your camera and get out of here. But it cools down. Well, only, yeah, the whole place smells like menthol and cocoa butter. He can't smell anymore. It's all right. I lost all my senses. Nice young man. And the best part was, he said, you got two fake hips. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, don't start with me, old fella. <laughs> like, don't you start judging what me. What are you doing out here? But he said, I thought you were a lot younger than 50, because I told him I just turned 50. thought you were a lot younger than that, the way you're moving. I'm like, yeah, it's two fake hips. I'm moving right. I said, it's all in your mind. And I kept catching myself saying, it's all in your mind, because it's not. Like, everything about him is physical ailment, and he needs to stop riding his bicycle. I was hiking 10, 12 miles up until a couple weeks ago. I'm like, well, stick with hiking. The bike thing seems to have your ass. But, uh, yeah, so if you've got a grandpa. <laughs> Let the ablation breathe a little yeah, bit. I don't know if that's what it's called. I think that's what he said. I'm like, you had your heart cut? That's how you go through your groin. I'm like, still, yuck. Started carving him up a couple days ago. He's sitting there next to me. And I'm like, eh, I'm no doctor, but get in the box. Here's your, you look good. You still look good. Let's not go out. You know, cooking in the desert. But I was the hero. I saved a life. Pretty sure. Nice. Whether he wanted it saved or not, I don't know. I mean, he was walking his bike uh, like he wanted to go home. 
I think he might have changed his mind from that whole, this is my death ride, too. No, i got to see her one more time. You'll be rewarded in heaven, John. Oh, good. That's what I want. <laughs> good. You Mor- sold him on that. Mormons and this guy. That's what I need. Mormons and his stories. This Virgins is coming your way. Yeah. Oh, well, I like that heaven. Their heaven seems better. It's just getting there is harder because you got to kill so many people. Yeah. Muslim heaven means i got to kill a bunch of white people. And uh, your heaven means i got to rape kids. I don't know which one to choose. I don't want any of them. I'll take hell over all this because I lived it. It was. And then when I was 54, we did Moab. And oh, Moab. Are you getting slower? It's getting sad. And then my wife, is she still alive? There's no way she's still alive. The new one is. Yeah, the the, the the, the third one, right? She's three. The three. The one that everybody thinks is your granddaughter. Anyway, she's at home. Always has a file in her hand. Yeah. Her name's Melissa. She was a nurse. Oh, boy. You, does she give you pills? Every day, even ones I don't need. Yeah, that's what I figured. Well, she dressed like a nurse at, yeah. at Bourbon Street. But, <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, for my, my 65th birthday of my retirement party, she was in the cake. <laughs> oh, and you married her. Mm. You've got money, don't you? And he's just the sweetest old fellow. I I hope he's listening. We didn't exchange. Did he like, show you a tattoo on his forearm that said "Do not resuscitate"? No. Or like that? <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. I'm not going to kiss the old fella. You drop out in the middle of that thing. I'm not. I don't even know when to do mouth to mouth. To be honest, no need. No, just I'm just chest- saying. Oh yeah, no chest compressions. I don't even know when you do that. I don't know when that kicks in because I know you can do it and harm people too. I know sometimes when somebody's doing something you think you should do mouth to mouth, you can kill them with it. And they're like, oh, take a class. I'm like, no, because then I'm responsible. Right now, ignorance is bliss. I'm like, I'm not trained, so I can get away with it or just ride right by that. I prefer my victims to still be able to talk, walk, and lean. And he was good at leaning. Well, he likes, yeah, you stop for a second. I'd stop with him, and we'd talk for a little while. And, and we get going. I'm like, you're going to make it all the way? I should be fine. You can go. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to read about you in the news and find out that I was the one who left you. <laughs> and he's like, he started laughing. I'm like, I couldn't. Couldn't get rid of him. Hey, guess you couldn't shake this some bitch. I was going to do my coke out in the middle of the desert, and he showed up. I don't know. Maybe he had Lamont coming out to the desert to meet him. It is Sodomy Gulf. Yeah. I was going to try to catch that monkeypox out here and uh, oh. get plastered man on man down until you showed up. I don't know, but uh, I I feel I feel great about it because I got to talk to an old man, and I think I told him, you know, maybe the bike thing's over. And he goes, you like your little electric bike? I'm like, I love it. And I said, maybe you should think about these. <laughs> it makes the hills a little easier. Give him Josh's business card. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Action ride shops for you. This guy will hook you up. I prefer the manual way. Well, it ain't working because you're, pu- you're pushing it. But it, there it was. Just uh, nearly ruined my Sunday. And then I, I rode away. I went all the way to Tatum and then I walked all the way back and then I rode home. And I felt great about myself. You know, doing a good deed, you know, like the boy scout helping an old person across the street. And then I got about halfway there and I'm like, maybe I should have let, maybe I should just let him. Maybe I should just let him be an independent man. There's nothing worse. A man, uh, this is so true too. You see this with, uh, you know, grandparents or parents when, and it always seems like the mom is like just saying how little that man can do anymore. I remember watching Paula and Fred, my old people friends, and Paula would say, oh, Fred, Fred can't do that. Right in front of the guy. They're good at that. Fred can't do that. And Fred can no longer do that. Like, you can't get out of the chair? No, not without his cane. And Fred, but God damn it, I can get up. I, and, it, and it caused him to do things he probably shouldn't do. 
because she was browbeating him regularly about all the things she was worried that would kill him. And it was little stuff. Like, oh, Fred doesn't know how to work that dishwasher. Get him away from there. He's just going to hurt himself. I can work the goddamn dishwasher. And it was a good trick on he that one. He can't mountain bike I'll anymore. Show you, yeah, I'll show you. I'll do these dishes. <laughs> but she would say, it all, oh, we got to watch him when he's outside. I'm like, why? Oh, he's going to fall down. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Strap him to me? I'm like, he's fine. Sure enough, Fred hits the deck one time. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Paula was right. <laughs> but she constantly telling the old fellow what he can't do, which pushes him to do stuff. Like this old guy's probably hearing it. Oh, you can't ride bikes. And I'll show you. And then he's got to walk all the way home. And yeah, there's always out. a couple times, too, where they're. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, think they can do it. Yeah, and and they can't. A couple but, of times they have those close calls, but it, yeah. it usually is that one fall, and then it's just. But that's why I felt bad yesterday after a while, because I was like, maybe I should have let that old fella have his independence. Maybe I should have just said, you know what, you got this. But I didn't because I don't think he did. But he ended up getting back. I don't know if it was because of me or like just having somebody close to him made him feel a little more calm. He was. He was. He was hiking away. See you next Sunday. Bye. I'm going to crash again next Sunday. Bye. And then I just, I don't even know his name. Magical old man, I call him. So uh, probably ran somebody over on the way home yesterday. Or maybe he's a child molester. Like, that's the other thing I started thinking. Like, what if this guy is like a notorious child molester? And I, and I brought him right back to good. And then, oh, thank God, I, I lived to molest another day. I didn't know who he was. Everybody always says that when you're. Save an old man. You were with the merchant of death? Right. You do a good deed, and then you find out. You never find out. Like the anonymous good deed. I might have just helped a child molester get back on his feet. He's Larry Hall from Blackbird. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was just out trying to rape kids. It's going to burn. That wasn't his bike. That was probably a little girl's bike he just threw out in the cornfield. Oh, the bike was really Oh, Ronnie was like, change. knock it off. Yeah. I, I was about 10 minutes. Hey. You oh, you can't help him? it. We watched the thing. Like, oh, what's that? Thinking maybe we could watch it together. Shut up! (laughs) What's it like to f her? Whoa, he takes some turns, that Larry. (laughs) But yeah, maybe I just, maybe he was just pushing some kid's bike out of there. Anyway, I feel okay about it. I'm going to make up my own story on that guy being a relevant, decent person and not a child molester. You never know. I didn't save a child molester or nurse him back to health and then send him back into the streets. I was a Catholic priest for eight years. I've been like, push and run. <laughs> I just knocked the old man down into the cavern. Take this trail right here. You did what? You were a Catholic? Oh, get out of here. Give me that kid's bike back. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I felt uh, uneasy about everything. Good and bad and the kind of middle. Still have a heart of gold because that's where I did it. When it all settled in, I said, you know what, John? It was from the graciousness of you. You didn't care who that old man was, child molester, murderer. CEO of the greatest uh, food bank of all time. I didn't know who he was, and that that's proof that I don't judge uh, at all. I should be in his will. That kind of bothered me. Another thing I kind of went through, this old man should have put me in his will. Because I think he, he got into a Mercedes. Packed that up. Like, hmm. <laughs> Would be nice to be mentioned in the passing, but bequeathed something. 
Thanks, John Jay. Say, yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, what if John Jay gets on? <laughs> I met a nice radio man named John Jay. <laughs> Nursed me back to hell. I felt bad for him, but he's all right. And uh, one more person on the planet. And that's what I always complain about. There's too many people on the planet, and I help, I help keep one going. I don't want to watch an old guy die. I had to ride by that. And that's the bigger part is that I rode away from him, realizing I might have to pass his dead body again. So I had to do something on the second pass. Makes you think about uh, when the crossroads happens on certain things like that as we get older. Like when that age or something, uh-oh, we stop. Like my dad was 83, 84, no yeah. more driving. Yeah, you got to take that away from him. My dad's, 85, My dad's 75 in 10 days or 14 days. That dude's a beast. This this old guy was seventy three and he was great, but he, my dad's never looked or acted that feeble so far. He will, yeah. but he doesn't yet. And I mean, it's uh, it's weird to see because I'm saying he's like seventy three. He's cut and he looked great, but when he'd speak, it was weak. He had heart problems, terrible. Yeah, so you start wondering about you know when it all has to go. It's all it's not one age. You see some dudes in their seventies, they're fine. Trip fine. My dad's fine. But then you start wondering when we're going to have to take the keys away from Trip. <laughs> and I've driven with him before. It's getting close. But it's for the wrong reasons. He drives like Jane and Dean are, are his best friends. He's got performance cars. They need we to breathe. We are going surfing. <laughs> oh, no. This guy's got a heavy foot. Anyway, I save the elderly. You guys have known that about me for decades. Also, uh, I help people shop. I went shopping on How'd Saturday. That go? Oh, it was great. We had a good time. Uh, Jeff... What's the guy's name? His wife was Lisa. Uh, and, his, and, I, and their other friend, I just called him Toby because I forgot his name like right away. <laughs> he was a nice guy. They were I'm all, they were all, they were all <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I should have gone with my man and just like Toby, Ryan. I don't know. I'm throwing them out there. I'll hit one eventual. But uh, when shopping, his first, first thing, we go to the Nike store. He won $2,000 from us and Desert Ridge to get a shopping spree in and uh, elected to have me tag along. Now, that was an option. And he said, yeah, I want John to go. So I hump it up to Desert Ridge. I get there, go to the Nike store. What's the first thing he buys? Because he's a bigger fella. Uh, a gift card. And I'm like, you're buying gift cards with gift cards? Go get it online. I'm like, what the hell is this? Let's just go sit at a computer and shop. Nope. And then we go over to uh, Just Sports, and he buys a Cubs totem pole, which I kind of convinced him he should get. Uh, a clock, a Bears clock, because he's a Bears and Cubs fan. No. Oh. And then uh, a little foam football. And I'm like, Get we're, ready for football. Like, look, we are off to a terrible start. This is your shopping spree is what a six-year-old would do. I'm like, I want a frivolous purchase. He's like, all right, let's do it. Lens Crafters is the next stop. He got some new frames. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like shopping with Grandma for the kids. Wow. So finally I said, You're, it was down to like 1100 bucks. Glasses ate him up. And he wouldn't buy. At Lens Crafters, they have these Ray-Bans that have uh, cameras in them. You can't even see the cameras. Oh, Remember wow. the one Pablo yeah. sent us that had the you little can't obvious. Even, you can't even see these. It just looks like where the Ray Ban uh, little silver thing. The is. flare is. Or yeah, the- it. You can't tell, and it records all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, these are three hundred bucks. You got to get a pair of these spy glasses. Uh, and he's you know frugal looking at prices. I'm like, it's not your money. Let's go, Larry. Let's do Come something. On. And that's what everybody was calling him, <laughs> Larry. And I didn't realize that his nickname is Larry, <laughs> oh, really? but not because oh, okay. of McFeely. <laughs> And McFeely, the best part was McFeely was with us, and he was in charge of the card. And there's nothing better than Larry. Oof. When he sees a bill, he's not even paying for it, and he was he was getting all, you At know. least he's getting the exact amounts that he has left and stuff. Oh. Larry's 
uh, it was all free. So Larry's excited yeah, at oh, the same yeah. time. He's seeing how much things cover. Oof, that's a big one. So uh, I'm like, we got to go someplace good. He wanted to go to Kohl's. Like, you're going to Kohl's. You're a big club, big guy. I'm a big guy. I'm like, no, we're not going to Kohl's. Kohl's, we're out. Get something. You have 1100 bucks. I want to see your next purchase uh, be about $1,100. I don't know what's in this mall, but we're getting that. And so his wife's like, what about Target? And I'm like, that sounded like, then I'm like the electronics department. So I'm like, well, how big is your TV? They have a one-bedroom ap- uh, apartment with five televisions in it. I don't even know how you do that. Oh, that's stacked. So his wife's like, we don't need a new TV. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you don't. You're surrounded by them. So we, got, we went there, and we're searching around for stuff. He's looking at an iPad. He's looking at all this other. There it sat in all its glory, the Oculus. Oh. And I'm like, you're going to buy this beat factory here for a few hundred bucks and an iPad. And Toby, his buddy's like, I'll take your old iPad. And I'm like, that's great. So you just one beat screen to another, and you just hand it over. And he put that thing. It was ready to go. So he got the last thing he picked up, frivolous nonsense, games, whatever he wants to do. But it is going to be a porn. And then Amy's there. And she goes, my boyfriend got one of those, strapped it on, and I blew up. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so while he's watching VR porn, she's performing. It's actually And I'm like, that is phenomenal. So giving out ideas and everything else, we had a great time. The shopping was fun. We actually had a good time. And then I shook hands with him at the end because he is a big guy, and it was humid. Uh, it's the wettest handshake I've ever – I might as well just squeezed SpongeBob. His hand was Like a splash so, pad? Yeah, there's a shot of me because we filmed a lot of it, of me shaking his hand. And I know for a fact that my face told the tale the second I, I hit pause with him. Because went, oh, just right into it. I'm like, oh, you're sweating so hard. I go to wipe it off on him, and his shirt's wetter than his. I'm like, there's nothing I can do about Ugh. this. This is monkeypox. It's happening. So, good weekend all the way around. Saved an old man. Went shopping. Got a gym, essentially, for a bigger guy. Which is going to be that beat factor? He's going to coat himself. I guarantee you that guy is wobbly. This, if you know Jeff, and you you work with him, might not be in today. He's out at some medical facility out there in Falcon Field. He is going to be. He might tip over a couple of times. His legs are weak. Let me just tell you that. Weak. Tried to get him to take his wife into Victoria's Secret. And she didn't want to go in there. And I'm like, let's get you one of those bras that crams those things up to your chest and or up to your neck and mushes them all in, makes you have clown boobs. Clown boobs? I already got big boobs. Like, I, all right, don't argue with me. Just let's... Now, all of a sudden, it became I was talking to a girl. What are you talking? What are you saying? My boobs aren't right? I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake, no. I'm saying let's turn them into a, you know... Boosty let's, let's, let's go to make these double Ds look like double Rs. They can do that. They're big as they are. I, okay, never mind. She's not playing along. She was fun, though. I think she performed on the Oculus as well. They went to CB Live and used up that card. Oh, that's what I, I mean, said. Right there. We're going to Kohl's. I'll yeah. be over at the bar, and you, I'm going to put it on your bill. I'm not going to go clothes shopping with some guy for Kohl's clothes. <laughs> What's it, Kohl's? We have thousands of shirts that all are stuff no one wants to wear. Kohl's is a nice place, but you don't use free money at Kohl's. No. Kohl's he could have bought three wardrobes. Yeah, you don't go there. to a discount store with your free money. You know, Kohl's is reasonably priced, decent, you know. It's not, I'm going to the dollar store, I'm going man. places I normally can't afford. Right. You don't go to the dollar store with that. <laughs> you just buy it out. stupid. You go to a place and you pick up stuff that you normally wouldn't throw your money at. You use your regular money for your Kohl's endeavors. Nuts.
Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. Maybe for the old man, maybe for my shopping buddy, maybe for the whole thing. Uh, 585-9800, that's the number. Uh, you call us up, you pick it, we play it, we scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.